Welcome to the Boozy Blondes Podcast. She's Molly. And she's Chrissy. We're best friends on a quest to bring you all things boozy. Let's get lit. Pop. Fizz. Clink. Let's drink. Welcome back, Lushes. Today's episode is all about Epcot food and wine. I think that's seriously my most favorite thing in the world. I know. It's really hard to be the magic of drinking in the most magical place in the world. <laughs> yes. And you get to pair it with some awesome food, which is probably our second favorite thing, eating. <laughs> it's traveling and drinking and eating. I mean... Around the world. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's the best. So today, our dough, our drink of the episode, is Crazy Mona from Tabula Rasa Brewing. It's an imperial coconut porter, and it's 11%. So... Chrissy and I are a little kind of lightweight. Sorry if we slur through this episode. Yeah, as it goes on. (laughs) We we blame. I already just did it. Hmm? We blame. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) We blame Quasi Mona. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, um, you can hear more about Tabula Rasa Brewing in our Jack's Ale Trail episode volume one. Yes. All right, let's get into some magical stories yeah, of the Epcot Food and Wine Because we have a lot to cover. We were just talking about it before we started recording, and um, we have done Epcot Food and Wine at least 10 times that we can recall, possibly more. Yeah, we have to go back and look through photos on old computers. Yes. Chrissy's iCloud only goes back to 2014, and we know we have been yeah. there many times in the late 2000s. But also, like, I don't think we've really talked much about this, but on the website, for each episode, we're going to try to have, like, a blog post that corresponds with it. So for this one in particular, I think will be really fun because Molly has a jump drive, if we can find it, that has all of our um, Epcot adventures. And there has been a lot. I mean, this is, like, kind of the start of our drinking around the world Mm -hmm. yeah or drinking travels yeah so for anyone who has never been to the Epcot Food and Wine Festival um, I just want to give a quick rundown because we love it so much Um, it's becoming more and more popular I think over the past you know over a decade that we've been going and um, it gets really crowded but it started in 1996 and they created this festival at Disney World in Orlando, Florida, to boost park attendance during the slower season. So kind of between the summer and the holidays. Um, Excuse me. And this Food and Wine Festival has sparked other festivals at Epcot through the years. They do, um, oh my gosh, what do they have? The the Flower and Garden Festival. They do the um, Christmas around the world Mm -hmm. during the holidays. That's not what it's called. I can't remember right now. But anyway... um, Every year or every so many years, it seems that the amount of days you can experience the food and wine festival has increased due to its popularity. So it started out, I I think it was like 30 days. Yeah, July. Okay, maybe originally. But I wrote down Mm. July to November. No, that's what it started. Oh, that's what it is now. Yeah. Yeah. It was usually the end of September through the beginning Mm -hmm. of November, most of the years when we went. Yeah. Um, So in 2014, well, it started at 30 days. And then it jumped to 46 days in 2014. It went to 53 days. And this history is boring. It's just a lot of days right yeah. now. It's July through November. But I feel like this year, um, like post-COVID, it was, you know, hard to get into Disney. And then when they did finally open it, like they just opened with food and wine. And I feel like it was almost mm-hmm. all year because we had friends coming down and they said they were going. And 
I remember being like, no, 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 this isn't like the time of year to do it. But apparently it just went almost all year this year. Yeah, in 2021. But it's kind of like rolling the dice because um, if you're going, you know, if it was normally September to November in Florida, you have no idea what the weather is going to be like. Mm -hmm. And that's honestly how we remember our trips. Like the time it rained, the time Mm -hmm. it was freezing cold, the time we were sweating. Like Mm -hmm. There's just always the weather just totally changes your experience. That's so true. Um, so again, if you if you haven't been to Epcot before, let alone the Food and Wine Festival, Epcot has the World Showcase section that has 11 countries. There's like Mexico, Norway, China, Italy, Japan, et cetera, et cetera. Um, during the Food and Wine Festival, they bring in about 30, over 30 other booths representing other countries or even regions. food trends yeah. or regions because they, they had like a whole chicken wing booth this year you know yeah they had um the honey one where everything was mm-hmm. made with like beer made with honey and <laughs> like made mead with honey. yeah <laughs> yeah so um you just go around to all these different stations and you get to sample for a nominal fee different food and wines from that region or theme so it is the most gluttonous day of the year for yes. us and um we're gonna give you some trips or no, some tips, <laughs> some of trip. our our favorite <laughs> memories, yeah, from our trips, and um, just the best way that we think that we've found out after all um, many years attending yes. the Food and Wine Festival, kind of the best things to do. Yeah, we've boiled it down to the best way to do it now because we have tried and failed at many different ways of doing it and succeeded at many. Mm-hmm. Um, so honestly, I love their description, which is a taste tour across six continents, drinking around the world, travel, friends, food, booze. It has it all. Oh, I feel like that should be the theme for our podcast. I know. (laughs) I just was like, they wrote this for us. We want to start with our top five things to bring. Okay. What's your number one? Mickey ears. (gasps) Me too, except I said mini ears. That's what I was going to say. I feel like you're right. They really are called mini ears, but I don't know why I call them Mickey ears. Oh, I... But they go either way. Like yeah. Me. Well, yeah. So um, I have to give a shout out to Dearest Ears on Etsy. My most favorite mini ears ever uh, came from her shop. Uh, they're super comfortable. They're wine, food and wine themed. They have wine corks. And um, I think you got a, a wine theme pair as well. Yeah. You would not believe Etsy. the market for mini ears on Etsy. I remember like when we first started looking when we were going to go like two years ago and we were like, let's get some really cute ears Mm -hmm. because every time we go to the park, you see people wearing them and you're like, where did you get those? Those obviously were not sold here at Disney Mm -hmm. because they have like corks on them and wines and like little forks. I saw somebody with the Little Mermaid one and it had the Dinglehopper fork. I thought it was like the cutest thing ever. Oh, mine has a spoon and a fork in it too. Not the dingo hopper. Yeah. Yeah. But so like we started seeing them when we were there and that kind of led us to just do a search for it. And we went down the Etsy rabbit hole and oh my God, my favorites. I have an entire Disney favorite section on Etsy now, which is just full of Mickey or slash mini ears. Oh, I want to see that. So yeah, um, Mickey or mini ears definitely is what it's all about. And even when we went um, for the food and garden show is during your birthday and that was my first time going I actually really enjoyed that yeah the flower and garden festival they always have the cutest ears or I see girls because they're all floral like flower flower crowns crowns. drink (laughs) (laughs) but yeah I I liked that one because it was just a little different but they had the Mm -hmm. same thing with all the different kiosks through the world showcase Mm -hmm. all right so my second thing 
tip to do is matching shirts. And <gasps> if you're going with just like your partner or spouse or friend or a huge group, there are so many hilarious drinking around the world themed shirts. I know. I love those. That was my number two as well. I put wow. themed comfy costumes. It's going to be a long day. Yeah. Be comfortable. Which like, so I have kind of hopped on the um, Instagram trend. I love to wear my cute Instagram outfits to Disney now and take pictures there. They're definitely not comfortable. Um, But I mean, Disney is just so beautiful. And there are actual sections of the park that have their own hashtags, like the toothpaste wall that we took pictures in Mm -hmm. front of by Nemo. So I mean, just just enjoy yourself. Just play it up. Come with a group of friends. Get like a shirt that says drinking team or we saw the Incredibles. Oh, incredible incredible drinking team. Yeah. So this time when we went, like, we actually were seeing people with these great shirts on, and we would stop them and be like, we're with Busy Blondes. Can we take a picture of you for the podcast? Because I love it. I love – it just makes it that much more fun. Mm -hmm. I do, too. I think – I mean, we've had theme shirts quite a few times throughout our travels. Yeah, we started this before. There was no Etsy. There was Mm -hmm. no, like, trend or – I mean, I don't even know where you would get custom-made shirts made. Except for Phil had a printing press in our garage, mm-hmm. and he made us all these shirts that said "Cheers" in every single language mm-hmm. for all the countries we were gonna that we were going to visit. My favorite, um, Sean and Robin made them in the villages, yeah. and they the back of the shirt said "Hi ho, hi ho, it's off to drink we go" with two beer steins cheersing, and all of us we had about a dozen of us mm-hmm. who went. We were all a different drunken dwarf. Yeah, so I was tipsy. Burpee. Burpee. (laughs) Chrissy has some pretty epic burps. You guys, I've been trying to be really nice and not do that on the podcast because amplified, I don't know, that would be scary. (laughs) Totally, for sure. So, um, but it was great because people would see us. I remember coming out of a bathroom and this guy looked at me. He goes, tipsy. I just saw Sloppy go that way. So he just picked another one of our doors. I was like, thank you. (laughs) Yeah, it's fun. I mean, it's just like wearing a costume. It it makes you a little more free. It takes you out of your comfort zone. Yeah. And it makes for fun fun pictures with everybody. With your crew. All right. What do you have for number three? Um, Passport. And I'm not talking about the kind you get at Disney, um, which is great because if you don't know, when you're at some of the kiosks, they carry these little um, Disney Epcot food and wine passports. You can grab them and it shows you everything um, that's available for food and wine. Um, But we found, we used to make them ourselves and now I found this on Etsy, which we'll link in the show notes where you can get these. Um, It's a podcast, or I'm sorry, (laughs) it's a passport (laughs) that is for each year, and they have all the country flags on the front, and on the back, it's just, you know, the name of the country and a line, so you can fill in what you had there. And they make really great keepsakes, because just like we were sitting here earlier trying to figure out how many years we've gone, you absolutely can't remember what you had. So you'll remember what you had in each country, and, you know, you can put stars next to what's your favorite. Um, so I don't, I just really like it. It's kind of like a drinking scrapbook. No, I agree. It's not in my top five, but I do have that in a note later mm-hmm. on in my notes, but what else I'll talk about it. Five? Okay. Um, I said a gift card wristlet mm-hmm. because you can spend a lot of money really fast, which, you know, may not be a problem, but for us, we like to set a limit to start with yeah. and then reevaluate once that limit is gone. Yeah. So. We'll get, we'll put so much money on a gift card and, and at food and wine, they're small and they come with a bungee wristlet cord, Mm -hmm. I guess. So you can wear it around your wrist. So 
it's always with you. You don't have to dig it out of your purse, your wallet, your pocket, and then you put whatever amount on there. If we spend it all, we can go reload it or say, yeah. maybe it's time to go home. We've had enough. <laughs> no, it's a good idea because, you, you know, you put 150 bucks on there and if you blow through it real quick, you're kind of like, oh, okay. Maybe, maybe I should maybe... slow down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maybe I'll go or to maybe your... I should amp it up. Maybe oh, yeah. that's nothing. I don't know. <laughs> it's either time for a ride or it's time to reload. But I've learned that um, these wristbands, they don't have them everywhere. So um, either get them when you get in and get your ticket because they mm-hmm. have it at the ticket window. Or right when you get into Epcot, they have that main gift shop. Yeah, there there's a specific name for them because there's a couple sprinkled around the World Showcase. Mm-hmm. Um, it's maybe the festival booths or something. There, it's not any gift shop. They're specific yeah, ones, but so but anybody you can direct you pretty yeah. much because mm-hmm. they're not everywhere. Um, okay, so what I else? had um, for my number four thing is comfy shoes. Well, I grouped that in with my comfy costume. Okay, um, I put backpack for number four. Oh, that's really smart. Yeah, backpack purse because. It's Florida. You need sunblock and mm-hmm. hand sanitizer and sunglasses. And yeah, your wallet. Or maybe you need to throw a hoodie in there. That's what if I was going to say. Like, I can later. roll up my light hoodie and throw it in mm-hmm. there. Um, it just makes it easy. You're not, it's on your back. It's, yeah. You have your hands free. Those really cute Disney ones. So it's a oh. backpack with ears. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to buy the Disney version one because at the park it's ninety dollars. I was I know they're shocked. so cute. They're they adorable. Have so many themes too. But whatever like, movie you love, they have a backpack yeah. for it. But you can get them on Amazon, really great prices. I should put together a like Epcot list for Amazon. Oh yeah. Just like we did with the packing one. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't listened to our packing podcast, it definitely will help you with what to pack for your Disney Epcot trip. Um, oh, because you should definitely stay overnight if yes. you're going to be indulging like us. There's no way we could drive home after this park. No, you ha- this is at least <laughs> for this festival. an overnight trip. Mm-hmm. So listen to our packing episode so you are prepared to yeah. go back to your hotel room. Well, I said comfy shoes because, I mean, you will not believe how much you walk because you, I mean, you're going to make it around the world at least once. Mm-hmm. sometimes Molly and I will beg for 20 minutes of free time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if we've been drinking enough, we get really, you know, like beer muscles and we'll say. We race around the world Yeah, at that we get point. boastful. We're like, we can make it around the world in 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And we do. We have the pictures to prove it. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. But you just like, you walk a lot. Or you can go to the other side of the park, like the future world side. Yeah. Where they, they've started even putting kiosks up over there outside of the World Showcase. Plus, if you want to go on any of the rides, that's on the other side of the park. So you're doing a lot of walking. Well, when we first met you, um, so we just went this year, like a couple months ago. Actually, what, last month, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. not even that long ago. Um, and so Phil and I totally screwed up um, and didn't register our tickets before getting there so because we got a florida resident ticket we had to wait in this ridiculously long line and everyone else had their tickets so we're like you guys just go in so you guys did figment right Mm -hmm. and you came out of that building with beer no we didn't we came out yeah but we went to another place to get our beer where did you get your beers um in the land pavilion where soren is Ah. And live in okay. the land ride. Yeah. Uh, it's down at the bottom. They have like a little food court area. I just know like after waiting in that line to get in, I was like, where are the beer ki- kiosks? I need a drink. Yeah. So if you are a Florida resident, you can um, type in your Florida residency information when you buy the ticket and then you don't have to wait in line. Yeah, which I learned. <laughs> I was being lazy. I was like, ah, it's not a big deal. I'll do it when I get there. No, bad idea. 
Okay, so my last thing is sunblock. I feel like I say this on every episode, like sunblock, sunblock, sunblock. But this is Florida. I mean, mm-hmm. we're really especially if you're not pale little blonde girls. And yeah. So we fry. Yeah, I should have put that. I always carry sunblock with me. But my number five top things to bring was a plan. Because when you are going with people, whether there's four of you or 12 of you or 20 of you, it's like herding cats. So at least figure out, like, take a look at what's to offer. If you know you really want to, you know, try the escargot in France, you Mm -hmm. know, know when you're going to get there. When you go in, you can go one of two ways around the world. So at least have some sort of idea. We'll talk more about planning. Um. With our pro tips and later in this yeah, that's, episode. That's super important. I should have had that on mine because honestly, like Molly and I are just usually always on the same page when we travel. We like to do a lot of the same things. So we're just like, all right, this is our mission. We're, you know, going to do all these things. But it's true, if you, especially if you're traveling with other people. I mean, somebody may want to do all these roller coasters, which is on one complete opposite side of the park of where. Well, no, no, no. Is. There's no Epcot's at. I mean, no roller coasters at Epcot, so don't think you can go on thrill rides if you haven't well, been there. Well, there are thrill rides because Test Track is there. Oh, okay. And, I mean, honestly, I'm not a ride person. We also did Mission Space, which was terrifying. But <laughs> That I mean, was so long ago. They're just, like, different <laughs> sides of the park. True, like, Rides true. are on one side, and then World Showcase is another. So you definitely need to plan. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where now we're getting into pro tips because um, making reservations based on your plan is so important, and you have to do this as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. I actually, that's my number one too. I worded it a little differently. I just said plan a timeout to sit and eat. Yeah. So I don't know if it was always this way, um, but definitely post COVID, you have to have reservations to do dining and they sell out so fast. Like, so I think it was about a week before we were going to go. And I was like, Oh my gosh, we need a timeout spot. And last time we enjoyed going to that um, restaurant in Italy so much, um, Tutto Italia. So I was like, let's see if we can get in there. I mean, literally there was no reservations for anything we wanted to do. There was like two restaurants that had reservations and they weren't even in the time we wanted. So I don't know. Is there a limit? Like you have to be within the month to make Mm -hmm. the reservation. I feel like if you book... Um, there's a Disney app, which is extremely useful because you can do all your planning through there. If you book through a Disney hotel through the app, um, like don't use a third party like hotels.com or anything like that, but actually through disneyworld.com, um, you can book reservations. I think it's 60 days in advance. If you have a park ticket. Yeah. You um, have to have your park ticket already. Yeah. And that reservation. But if you just have a park ticket and you're staying somewhere else or you didn't book through Disney World, I think you have 30 days, 30 days. in advance. And they, I do like that they're strict like that because otherwise people will just be like banking reservations and they don't mm-hmm. show up. And it's hard for people that are at the park. Um, so they actually do charge you too if you don't show up. So I had to put yeah. a credit card in. But it was absolutely worth it because like Molly said, you need to have a timeout planned because – you're drinking around the world and, you know, you right. Even though you're eating, and- it, it's still it's it really is vital for us. I mean, every year when we in past years, when you didn't really need reservations and, and we lucked out last year in 2020. Yeah. Of course, there weren't a whole lot of people there. We were able to walk in a couple places, but we used to stop in Japan because it was halfway mm-hmm. around the world. We all like sushi. We would go in there and just take a time out. Everybody would get something to eat. You're in the AC yep. or the heat if it happens to be cold. And you just stop for a minute, you know. Um, and I 100% would recommend this no matter when you're going. Just 
just make some time between like two and four in the afternoon, mm-hmm. make a plan to stop somewhere and sit down. Absolutely. It's so important because it's a marathon, not a sprint. You want to enjoy yourself. <laughs> and there's so much to see. And Disney does such an incredible job of making each country just so memorable and, and authentic. Yeah. I mean, I think Italy is just so cool because it looks just like Venice and mm-hmm. St. Mark's Square. And so I just love spending time there. So it's just a great spot to stop for us. Mm-hmm. So that was our my number one thing I is make too. dining reservations. Mm-hmm. Um, so number two for me was avoid the main entrance. And that was like I was saying after oh, this last trip. That's my number eight. Really? Go in the World Showcase entrance. Yes. Which is so we normally will stay at a Disney property. We do the Dolphin or Swan because you can walk right into Epcot, mm-hmm. which is a baller so move. Convenient. Yes. <laughs> so, so nice. convenient. Yes. So convenient. Because, I mean, listen. We don't like public transportation. Yeah. We've started off doing this, like, as, like, <laughs> barely out of college. Didn't really have money for Disney. So we Super would stay poor. at the cheapest hotels. And, and cram, like, six of us in, in a there. room. Yeah. yeah. So now, like, we absolutely appreciate being able to stay at a Disney property and just, like, walk right in. And it's just so nice. You avoid the main entrance crowd. Because this year, like I said, I was terrible and didn't fill out all my Florida resident stuff. So I had to wait in line instead of having my park pass on my phone like everyone else. And um, just got in the main line. And, oh, my God, we waited 45 minutes at least. Oh, at least. We couldn't believe you were still in line. Yeah. I know. And I don't, like, I usually, I'm very patient. I've worked in retail and customer service. And, like, I just understand, you know, everyone's doing their best. But I was like, I'm at Disney. I'm ready for the magic to begin. It was just awful (laughs) sitting there. If you've listened to our Get to Know Us episode, I talk about (laughs) how I was afraid of Chrissy in the early years. I I didn't want to be around Chrissy until she got a drink in her after she got through that line. I could just imagine. Yeah. (laughs) I'm way more mellow with a drink in my hand. So just don't make me wait in line until I've been drinking. Oh, well, my number two was gift cards. The um, wristlet gift card, which we talked about top five things to bring. But I really do believe that's a pro tip to just, it's easy to swipe. You don't have to pull out cash. You don't have a million receipts and you you know what you're spending, which Mm -hmm. is nice for sure. So we went this past year, we went with our friends Taylor and Elias. And that was their first time. And I, I told Elias, I said, you really need to get a gift card. And he said, well, what if I don't spend all the money on we it? laughed. <laughs> I said, oh, you will. You will. Yeah. And I said, if not, I'll buy the rest from you. Because Absolutely. even if you don't use it all at food and wine, you can still use it at any Disney property, restaurants, yep. uh, retail store. It, it just works throughout Disney. You don't. You're not locked into food and wine with it. Yeah, it's super handy. Um, I totally agree with that. Honestly, I think, uh, side note, we could do a business of being a food and wine, like, docent, like, tour. Just take people. Is your first time to Epcot Food and Wine? Would you like the Boozy Bonds to take you? I mean, they had My jaws so much fun because we had all the reservations made. All they had to do was show up. And, like, we had passports ready for them. Right. We'll bring mini ears. Yes. Shirts. Oh, she yeah, shirts. We, we bought, Got it. We bought them mini ears, too. We told them exactly what to wear. Elias definitely failed. Well, yeah. That didn't work so well. See, but but that's okay. That wasn't this, our fault. We, we can tried. actually blame him now because we threw him under the bus for something he didn't do. <laughs> 
And this is actually his fault. He did not have a matching shirt with the Poor boys. Poor Elias is going to be under our microscope for like the next couple months until we get him for something. That's <laughs> oh, funny. It's only funny because we really love him. Mm-hmm. Okay. For sure. So all, I think, honestly, all of my like first three things are all about how much I hated waiting in line because number two is avoid the main entrance. Number three is have your ticket on your phone, mm-hmm. which I would have if I had done what I should have done. And number four is fill out your Florida resident info online so you don't have to wait in line. Yeah. So if you're not from Florida, just disregard that. I You're going to have to wait in line and it sucks. I w- but. No, not necessarily. I would assume you'd get your tickets, everything prepared before you come down. Um, or you would have picked up your four-day pass or whatever so from another park. that was in line with me were just people like showing up ready to just buy a ticket that day? No, some of them were though. They just go and some pay. Like some have Florida to pick them residents. up at will call. Yeah. So just try to find a way to do it without yeah, honestly, have it on your phone or if you still have magic bands or whatever that may be, link it, link it to your Disney app. But if you go in the World Showcase entrance, there's an entrance through the Boardwalk Resort area where um, the Boardwalk Resort is and the, the Beach and Yacht Club and the Swan and Dolphin. And it it's in between France and the UK that you come in. Yeah. And it's always less crowded there. You might still have to wait in line a little bit. It's like nothing compared to the main gates, though. So yeah. honestly, like it's it's worth it. That's staying on Disney property gets you access to that. And that's mm-hmm. kind of your perk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or or take an Uber to the boardwalk. Tell them you're gonna go eat at one of the restaurants there, and then and walk over that way. Yeah, because that was my number five. Stay at, on a Disney property, because especially Dolphin and Swan, if you're going to Epcot specifically, mm-hmm. is a really good deal to still be in walking distance. <laughs> or if you have more money than me and Chrissy, stay at the boardwalk. Yeah, because that place or is the beautiful. yacht club or beach club. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh! Side note: If you go to the boardwalk, they have a carousel bar down by the pool, and it's just awesome. I love sitting Aww. out there. All right. So, what else do you have for pro tips? Well, pro tips. When we talked about mini ears, our number one thing to bring. We kind of touch on this. Um, I I love Disney World, but buy your ears from Etsy. They're yeah. way more comfortable. Christy and I both have the traditional mini ears they're like sequenced out um from the parks and honestly those things hurt my head after a while they're very yeah they're very tight i think they're honestly for children because it's like one size fits all (laughs) maybe that's the reason (laughs) um but yeah and the only tip i will give you for etsy is um you can find ears on amazon they're gonna be not as cute but they'll ship quick with Etsy, give yourself like 30 days lead time mm-hmm. because some of this stuff is being custom made for you and then they're just shipping it. It's literally just some awesome person making it at their house and then driving to the post office to ship it. Mm-hmm. So you just need to kind of plan in advance for that. And please let me and Chrissy know if you make mini ears yes. or you know somebody who does or you have an Etsy shop because we would love to check it out and help support you too. Um, I'd, I'd much rather get my personalized ears from an Etsy store. Oh my gosh, like some boozy blonde ears. Those would be <gasps> amazing. Like we you, have, you're full of great ideas in this episode. I, I love mean, this. I'm at that jotting perfect, these down. This perfect drunken level where I'm coming up <laughs> with great ideas. Like one more beer, and they'll be just <laughs> terrible ideas. But I feel like one year could have the beer. One year could have the wine. It'll be great with the little BB in the middle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So what else this, you got, Chris? This is my number six. Kay. I don't know if you're going to agree with this because Molly wants to get as much time in as possible everywhere we go, but I'm saying start later in the day, especially during the summer months because it is so hot. And I remember when we used to go, we would drive down for the day, so we wouldn't get there at like opening time exactly, maybe. 
But I remember we would make it to fireworks. Mm-hmm. And now, we, you know, we usually go down Friday night, so we'll stay over. So we're there at, like, crack of dawn when it opens. And it's, like, still daylight. And I'm like, okay, is it time to go home yet? Because I'm usually feeling pretty rough. I think we're just getting older because the last year when we went – they didn't, Epcot didn't open till 11. And normally in the past, the World Showcase didn't open till 11. The Future World with the rides opened at 9. Mm-hmm. So we did go earlier then. Do you know how late it stays open, the World Showcase? Uh, no, I think it just depends on yeah. the day. It was 10 o'clock this year. Because honestly, if it's open till 10, like, I could go at 2. and just I like, would be okay with that, And honestly. go, like, full out the whole time. Because we get mm-hmm. there at 11 and, you know, we go hard because we get there. And then it's 2 o'clock and you're like, oh, my God, like... Well, that's why we have a timeout. Exactly. Listen, and Chris, yeah, you've had a couple of rough, rough past Epcot <laughs> yeah. food and wine experiences, so we'll try again next year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm going to say Epcot food and wine over 40 has been a little rough for me because it was an all-time life low when I was just, yeah, having a great time in the bathroom after Mexico. <laughs> I, like, you know, you've been listening to me. I, I have a drink and I talk and I just keep going. And so we went well, wait, to the we UK. S- hold on. We started in the hotel room. We stayed at this yeah, Swan we, or the Dolphin. We start and we every rum. day with a rum and ginger at 10 a.m. But this is just all the progress yeah. to where it got you. So, so we walked to the park with rum. I had my rum and ginger. Then I got to the UK and mm-hmm. I pounded a cider. Yep. And then we went to Mexico mm-hmm. and we got amazing margaritas. I think mine was like some avocado margarita. Yeah, yours was like thick. Yeah, and it was like ecto cooler green. Mm-hmm. And so it was like 90 some degrees out. So I pound the thing. And <laughs> then we go to get tacos because we're like, oh, you know, we've like, you know, we should probably eat something. Had three <laughs> drinks in an hour and a half and it's hot out. So we And go to- mixing. I mean, it was oh, rum, yeah. cider, tequila, which normally I never do any of those things. I just drink wine. So we go to Mexico, we get tacos, we're all sitting down. And like, I am just not speaking. I'm just like staring at a table. And in my brain, I'm like, you're okay. You're okay. (laughs) Everyone's looking at me, and I feel like Rainer's like, are you okay? Rainer just looked at you and goes, "Um, you're being really quiet, and it's freaking me out. (laughs) Yeah, because, I mean, I couldn't even speak to save my life because Molly's like, do you need to go to the bathroom? And I just nod. I'm like, if I stay quiet, they will ask the right question, and I can just (laughs) say yes or no with my head shake. And so, yeah, it was all time low having to throw up in a Disney bathroom when there's children there. At, like... Uh, eleven forty-five in yeah, the morning. Yeah, <laughs> bad. And it's you know an auto flush toilet, so every time you get close to it, it just starts flushing. And I'm like, oh my god, how am I gonna time this so the noise drowns it out and so that it's not in my face? It was bad. <laughs> I waited for her outside the bathroom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was not there to hold her hair back. <laughs> but I, Chris, I give you the most credit for rallying yeah. and we lasted that, you lasted that the was my college name puke and rally i mean it's pressing the it's reset impressive. button so yeah i don't have a reset button that's great but i made it my goal this year that that was not going to happen and i was like please can we not go to mexico until like the end of the day at least which i don't know if that's any smarter but i survived yep we, i was a little rough we went, in china but i survived i think we went counterclockwise around the world yeah. instead of clockwise this year we had a plan yeah see <laughs> top five things to bring a plan <laughs> oh my god all right okay. well that was number six what was I, six for me was start your day later oh especially yeah in the and months. that's fine that's fine um my number back to number four is the morocco bar go find that morocco yes. bar because it's a full bar it's usually not very crowded 
And the the food and wine kiosks are great. You can get a lot of specialty beers and specialty cocktails and specialty like NA drinks too. They have a lot of fun uh, different drinks without alcohol in it. But the Morocco bar is just a full on bar with whatever you want. And Morocco itself has all these little back alleys and hidden tables. And you can just take a little time out there with your group too after you get absolutely whatever you want from a real bar yeah that's definitely a pro tip that's that's on my favorite list when we get there oh okay good Um, and then oh go ahead you can do the next one well so i think i've already kind of touched on this was um avoid weekends if possible so if food and Mm -hmm. wine is going on during the week like they did this year i mean if you can go on a wednesday if you happen to be like you know taking a week vacation Absolutely go to food and wine, not during the weekend rush, because Mm -hmm. there'll be just so many less lines. And that is kind of what makes it hard to sample everything, because Mm -hmm. you can only pick and choose your favorites if the lines are 45 minute wait. Well, no, I I will say, though, I think they move faster than we think. Mm -hmm. Um, I stayed. I mean, I was in the line in France for probably a good 30 minutes, which is really long. That's Usually long. they move faster, but it can turn you off. I mean, just seeing those lines, you'll bypass something yeah. that you really want. But I mean, if you have if you have a drink in your hand and you're just going to wait in line for the next one, then that's fine. That's fine. I didn't have a drink in my hand, so that was a I really know. long wait. I get it. You know me in lines. I need yeah, a but, but I have that as a pro tip too. If you can go during the week, go during a weekday yeah. all us locals are going on the weekend so yeah. we're gonna be infiltrating the park on those on saturday for sure so then i have um if you can't make it to food and wine if it doesn't line up with your travel try to catch one of the other festivals which for me i really loved the flower and garden show which is march through july mm-hmm. um it, it was less busy and I don't know if it was just because it was coming off of COVID and reopening or just if that's not as popular. I feel like food and wine is very popular now. Or maybe it's like most of it still in the school year. Yeah. Because um, usually it doesn't go that late until July. So I feel like for the most part, kids are in school. Yeah. But for me, honestly, it's almost exactly the same. They have a bunch of different kiosks. You can walk around the World Showcase. You can wear cute ears and the restaurants are a little bit less busy, or at least they were that time. And the um, landscaping. It's stunning. We got some of the coolest pictures. So that that's a highlight for me. I really enjoyed going to the Flower and Garden Show. And for me, it's just as good as food and wine if you can't make it during that time of year. We can go this year. Yeah. It's always around my birthday. I know. It's like my birthday trip now. She's already angling for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so um, another one of my pro tips which was also a top five thing to bring the comfy costumes, theme costumes. Mm-hmm. Um, I would definitely get into the spirit, uh, do a theme with your friends. And it makes it easier for you to find each other. Yeah. When it's so crowded. You know what you're all wearing because you're all wearing the same thing. Mm-hmm. And like I said that one time when the guy yelled at me like, Sloppy went that way. Yeah. They know it's who fun. you belong to if for you look sure. lost. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great tip. So nine on my list is pack a hangover recovery kit. Um, So we have an entire podcast episode that breaks down what we pack for boozy travel. Um, So make sure you check that one out uh, where we talk about all our must-haves. But honestly, you need like a pre- and post-game recovery kit for Epcot because it is drinking around the world. Mm -hmm. Like you have to really have your game day drink on. Mm -hmm. And I guess to 
you know, add to that. Plan for brunch the next morning, even though you are, I told you, it's a very gluttonous day. You're eating and drinking your face off all day. You're going to be hungry for brunch. It yeah. never fails. Christy and I always are hungry the next day. So like she was talking about, make your reservations. Find a place for brunch the next day, either at your hotel, at Disney Springs, at another one of the resorts. But book a brunch so yeah. you know you're going to get fed you've, before you leave. You've definitely turned me on to this because <clears throat> um, I feel like you just don't want vacation to be over. So like you just keep you know me going. too well yeah. so it's like you know <laughs> next morning you're hungover as hell and you just want to get in your car and get the heck home and molly's like no but like let's do brunch or what else can we do because <laughs> she just doesn't want to be over but i have i've come around to this idea because we've gone to so many cool places on the way home and like just it just adds to the experience but this last time i really loved the place we went to brunch and i never even knew that was at disney springs mm-hmm. city works i think it was it was fantastic we it was a brewery right in disney springs mm-hmm. their food was so good i loved everything mm-hmm. and and we stayed at the hilton at disney springs so we could walk to disney springs which is also great even though you walk I don't know how many miles yeah. when you're doing food and wine. It's you just can... nice not to have to get an Uber. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just walk to brunch and then walk your brunch off and yeah, get I, on your way. We should link that show or that hotel to the show notes because that's one of my favorite ones we've stayed at. That's not a Disney property. And I feel like it was a great, clean hotel for the price we paid. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm a fan of Hilton, the Hilton family hotels, yeah. but I was pleasantly surprised exactly with the price we paid how clean it was how friendly the staff was it was Easy very it was convenient to, to, to the park yeah because to disney springs i mean i didn't write this down but this is definitely a pro tip is to go down on friday night spend some time at downtown disney and do their restaurants because they have incredible food and drinks there mm-hmm. and then do the next day at epcot mm-hmm. yeah if you're local you know and you only have a weekend definitely yeah, that, extend your vacation that's a great way to extend it Yeah. So my number 10 was download the Disney apps. Like you said, um, the Disney app, which helps you make your reservations and see wait times for lines and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then there's actually, I feel like each year there's a new app to download for Epcot Food and Wine. And it tells you exactly what kiosks um, are available, what they're serving. You get every menu item and the price. So you can, if you're really into planning, you can get it down to the T. So wait, what app is that? Uh, I can't remember the name because I delete it off my phone every year because it's different every year. But I just typed in Epcot Food and Wine. Oh, cool. And they come up like with the year. So look for the year you're going, download Mm -hmm. it, and it gives you all that information. You were holding out on me this year. I thought I told you to download it. You probably did. And I did. And I like looked at everything. And then time just flew and it was time to go before I actually like was able to plan what I wanted, which sometimes it's better because... Then you're disappointed. You're like, oh, my God, I really wanted this. It sounded so good. Yeah. And then you got to the line, and you're like, screw it. I'm not waiting in that line. Oh, the one thing I wanted the most, we sat, it was in America, of all places. But um, it was like a, a crab and avocado parfait. So oh, two of God. my favorite foods. That sounds terrible. Huh? Parfait? Like a dessert? Well, no. <laughs> No, I think it was like a layer of crab meat, a layer of avocado, a oh layer of God. crab meat. <laughs> I'm just thinking of the like Friends episode where Rachel makes the like the trifle. Meat pie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> meat good. good. 
Oh, drink yeah. for that. We said mm-hmm. that one in unison. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, regardless, we were in America for a really long time, I feel like. And I was right next to it, so, ordering beers for somebody else and completely forgot. I think that that's where we got separated. I think I left you guys in America. No, you went and got that coffee drink with Rainer. Oh, Okay, so, but when did you guys get the weird southern food? Because that's when me, Taylor, and Elias went to England mm. again. Mm-hmm. That, wasn't that was really late in the day. That was, like, some random kiosk. Yeah. That was a it was southern like, kiosk. No, it was called, like, the Swanky Swine or right. something. Because the three of us walked past it, and we're like, Rainer's not going to be able to pass this sucker up. And yep. sure enough, when we call you, that's where you were. Yeah. I, I wasn't into it. They had um, They had a really good beer there, though. But I forget what it is now. I have a picture of it somewhere. I will put it on the blog. Did you have anything else on your pro tips list? Yeah, split items. So a lot of the food items, I mean, you're, you're getting pretty much sample sizes, but there are so, 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 so many things to choose from. Yeah. You're going to get full really fast. So it's good to share with everybody. I know. I love when we go together. Um, it's usually uh, me and Phil and Molly and Rainer, and we call each other the wolf pack. And it's honestly nice when you go with four people because you can try so many more things. You just get one thing and just split it Everybody between four. Has a and bite. you're like, yeah. Hey. And honestly, like, we all like different things. So sometimes I get to try things that way that I normally wouldn't because, like, you know, Rainer wants something random. And I'm oh, like, like when right, I was at it. that swanky swine place, I still don't like it. I, I don't even know what they had, like pork rinds. This stuff. is when we went for the flower and garden show, but remember they had, like, it was like a New Orleans booth almost. And they had, um, like, the boudin that he likes and Mm -hmm. oysters. And, like, it was so good. And Mm -hmm. I never would have tried that on my own. So it's really cool to go with different people and just be able to sample a lot of different things. Mm -hmm. Yep. My my final tip is get someone else to drive home. Oh, my God. (laughs) Because you're – if you're like us, you're going to be hungover and then full from brunch and you just want to maybe sleep on the way home. Yeah. That's rough. That's, That's a good tip. We're so excited to share one of our partners. We're working with H-Proof. They're these awesome chewable tablets that help prevent hangovers. They were created by a medical doctor, are patent pending, taste amazing, just like cherry sweet tarts, and are individually packaged so they're easy to bring with you. Most importantly, they seriously work. Our affiliate link is in the show notes of this podcast. When you purchase through our link, you help us keep the boozy content coming your way. And with the discount code BOOZYBLONDES, you get 10% off your order. Check it out at www.h-proof.com forward slash boozy blondes. And we're back. Um, okay, so now moving on to uh, favorite countries. So, you know, there's six continents. How many countries? There's 11, 11? full-time countries. And, um, and let's just talk about those because, of course, they have over 30 kiosks of, mm-hmm. like, New Zealand and Ireland and all these different places. Oh, this is off the cuff. This is going to see if we can remember all 11. So mm-hmm. I'm going to try to go in order. We have UK, Canada, Mexico, mm-hmm. America, Norway, China, Japan. Oh, shoot. Wait, now. No, I'm out of order now. Uh, we- start over real quick. Like, let's start. Okay. So you have Mexico, Norway, China, mm, Germany. Italy, America, Japan, or Japan, America, France. Oh, I forgot Morocco. Morocco, then France, UK, Canada. Okay. Yeah, so... I might have screwed up some in the middle because that's usually where we're fuzzy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But so, there is so many countries. 
So we try, like, it just would, it could be an entire episode breaking down each country and, like, what you can do there. Mm-hmm. Um, so we just wanted to give you guys a recap of our favorite countries and why they're our favorite. So how many do you have? Oh, I thought I had to pick one. No. Oh, um, I then I have one, too. I have four. <laughs> four or five. F- I have five. Okay. Let's see. Okay. I, so I think I love them all except for like one. We try We try to. Um, I narrowed it down. Make every episode into a drinking game. So we're going to make this part into a drinking game. So if if you're okay. playing along, you should be drinking anytime we say Phil or Rainer or yeah or say things in unison. unison. But now if Molly and I match a country, you can drink. Yeah. We'll drink too. Okay. What's your number one favorite? Well, my number one favorite used to be Japan. Mm-hmm. Do you have Japan? I don't have Japan okay. at all. So Japan's different now. Um, they used to have the sake bar inside, yeah, so I loved going you to do get sake tasting down mm-hmm. in the gift shop. Yep, that's gone. Um, we used to do our time out there. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a hibachi restaurant, but in the front of it is I forget the name of it, but it's a, a sushi lounge basically. And we used to stop and get sushi there. So I used to love Japan, mm-hmm. but now that that stuff's not there. I don't love it as much. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of a bummer because we just kind of go right by it. Um, Yeah, but... Oh, and the the girls that do the drums. I love listening to them. If if they bring Japan back to how it was, it could definitely be be my favorite again. For sure. Mm -hmm. So what is your... Is Japan actually on there? (laughs) What? Japan's on there as your favorite? Well, as my used-to-be favorite. So what's your current favorite? (laughs) used to be favorite all right i have to say at this point in time italy is my favorite that's my number one yeah okay so why is italy your favorite um it has to be because of the wine cellar bar honestly it's a great time out place um we've been there the past two years in a row and just had a good time relaxing it's great ambiance in there Mm -hmm. um we both love wine so we get to sit there and drink our wine yeah i mean to me it is above and beyond all the other countries, it's my favorite. Um, the restaurant is called Tito Italia, and the tip is you want to sit in the wine bar, the wine bar or wine cave. Um, mm-hmm. When you make a reservation, you cannot select to sit there. But my tip is once we got to the park and we were close enough that I could run ahead to Italy, I did, and I said, you know, we have a reservation for two o'clock, six people. Is there any way you can make it so that we would like to sit in this section? Um, so if you're sitting there at the hostess stand, it's to your right, and you honestly would never even see it if you just get seated in the restaurant. But it is an authentic-looking Italian little wine cave, and they have a full bar there. They have all this, like, really cool seating, and you just you feel like you're transported into Italy when you're in there. You can't even see the rest of Epcot. It's so cool. And so um, I love that. That is a great tip to try to do. And the waitress was so accommodating, our, our hostess. And she's like, all right, I'll call you when it's ready. You know, even though we had a 2 o'clock reservation, I was like, well, wait, if it's like 2.15, 2.30 to get in there. Yeah, absolutely. So it's worth the wait. It's definitely worth it. It feels like more private dining. Mm-hmm. You have your own little area the way it's like segmented off into sections. And um, my favorite thing about it was the charcuterie board, which I think you can still order in the restaurant, but it's just, we love them. And (laughs) I got a wine flight there. So, I mean, I was in heaven. I was sitting there with like four glasses of wine and a charcuterie board. And the thing I love about the country itself is that it's um, made to look like Venice. 
and they do such a good job. It's so great for photo ops too. So definitely visit that section, even if you don't stop for the restaurant, um, just to take pictures. It's worth it. Yeah, that's another reason why I love Italy so much. What you said about just even being in the wine cellar, um, it transports you to Italy. When I walk into the Italy um, section in Epcot, it just has that romantic feeling. Yeah. Like you said, it looks like Venice. They have, they have um, the St. Mark's mm-hmm. and like St. Mark's. The square and the bell tower. tower. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't say the Italian word, what it's really called, like Campanile. Oh, yeah. St. Mark's. But should know that. anyway, the they have a replica of like the Trevi Fountain from Ro- Rome, right? That's mm-hmm. where that is. Yeah. Um, a ton of they great used to ops. have street performers. And do you remember you and I got in the show yes. the one year? <laughs> God, that was awful. It wasn't. We were the only two that they didn't give a costume to. So we, we were well, just in our regular... We were dressed like identical twins. We had those matching <laughs> hot pink, pink hoodies on. Yeah. And that's when like we both had platinum blonde hair. And so they were like, oh, we're definitely bringing these girls into the show. I just remember Phil going, yes, when yeah. like we got nominated to he go up there. So I found pictures from that. So I'll put them up there. Yeah. yeah. But it... it um, whatever it wasn't embarrassing except the fact that they gave everybody else a costume yeah. except for us so i mean even if you don't go into um the restaurant there when we had first gotten in there because we were a little bit early for a reservation they had a kiosk that i think is just a regular kiosk where we all got wine like that wasn't even on the yeah. food and wine no i think thing. that's always there but yeah I, taylor was like double fist in champagne she like, was we were feeling good at that point did you know that they sell the Venetian masks in there, too? No. I don't think I ever took you in that store. Mm-hmm. And I thought of that when I was preparing for this episode. So next time when we go, I have to bring you in there because yes. I know you love those. I do. All right. What's your number two? Oh, I love France. Again. France is on my list. That's number four for me. I love old France. There was a French bakery like in the... Oh, mid I, to I late that 2000s there yeah um they and have like they have a year. new one but it's not it's yeah. not the same it's but still good I, I literally forget every year and i go back there and think that mm. it's going to be there and then i'm just like heartbroken well um we were able to take a second time out in 2020 at food and wine in that i forget which fr- there's a couple of french fantastic. restaurants but yeah the you one view of the eiffel tower <laughs> yeah it's 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 really cute i I like being in France. And during Food and Wine, um, they have the escargot, which I just love. I think everybody really likes their – it's like a, a pink slushy drink. And I just oh, hear people yeah, talk yeah. about that all the time, um, which isn't my favorite. But I'm not a big slushy drinker, I guess. Well, yeah, it's like so sweet. It's hard to do that mm-hmm. for me. Yeah, but it's like a frozen cosmopolitan kind of. It's like pomegranate something. Honestly, I think this is why I liked the garden um, flower and garden show so much because it was almost like an elevated food and wine because – Instead of like we didn't go there with the goal of like we're drinking around the world, we're gonna stop at every country and do as many kiosks as we can. But you can do this at any time is you just make reservations in each restaurant. So we mm-hmm. had a reservation in Italy at the wine cave and then we had a reservation in France. And in both places, if you're splitting a bottle of wine, like if you're with a group of five or four, mm-hmm. it's a fantastic deal. Like the pricing is not bad at all. So we would get a charcuterie board, a bottle of wine, and it like it's just fun. Mm-hmm. You it, like we said, it really does transport you. You feel like you're there. They're playing the music. They hire people from those countries, so it's just even more authentic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. So we're on France. Let me see. My favorite thing about France, besides the restaurant, which is called Tre- Chefs de France is getting a baguette. 
Um, that's a pro tip. Yeah. Get that baguette, split it with your friends, get like a good base before. It's like the <laughs> best priced food in Epcot. Yeah. You get a giant French baguette for $4. You can eat it all day <laughs> and you're going to need that to soak up all the alcohol. That's correct. Although Taylor taught me it's actually the protein that soaks up the alcohol better than the carbs. Oh yeah. I still like carbs. Me too. We're, we're carby girls. But so this year we tried to go and um, <laughs> Rainer and I went back there while you and Taylor were waiting in line um for drinks and food and so like oh we'll go get our baguette and then we're gonna go to morocco because we have our plan i kid you not you could not even get in there was a line out the door and i'm like rainer you wait in this line let me just like run in there and see if i can do my little like blonde girl thing like get my way to the front not even i was like are you kidding me there's it would have taken over an hour to get a baguette Oh, so, well, you know why? They just opened that Ratatouille ride, yeah. which I really want to go on, yeah. but it's really pop. Everybody's there now trying to I get on the ride. I told him when we walked up, I go, oh my gosh, uh, Beauty and the Beast is open, which wasn't open last time we were there. What is that? It's like a live show, like a theater show. Huh. And I was like, we should do that. Um, but it was just very busy. Honestly, like Disney, if you're listening, anyone that works at Disney, please have a baguette stand. Just like honestly, like a cute little French bike selling baguettes. They would make a million dollars. That's our retirement plan. Every drunk person walking by, be like, "Yeah, I got four dollars for a baguette. Like that's gonna make my life better." Yeah, because I'm not waiting in a line with a thousand other people that want all these incredible desserts. Like I just want an already made French bread baguette. There is a hidden bathroom. If you do get into that baguette section back in in the back corner of France. Um, there's two Secret like bathrooms. single stall bathrooms that yeah. usually aren't very busy if you really need one. Okay. So, okay. Well, what's your second favorite then? Morocco. <gasps> That's my third. So mall already talked a little bit about Morocco because, um, it's on my list as a favorite because of their full bar. Um, so you're not paying like kiosk pricing for like a special drink. You know, like like just, a smaller version, yeah. Mm-hmm. Whatever their like seasonal fun drink for the um the food and wine fest is, you're just going to a straight up bar and you can order your favorite drink. So we got our rum and gingers, and actually this year the guy goes, "Do you guys want doubles? It's a better value." And so we're like, "Uh, yes." Um, but that was definitely my downfall. Uh, I should not have had the double, which my husband ordered for me. So I'm blaming Phil on that. <laughs> um, but we were like, yeah, it's a better value. You don't have to wait in line again. Um, and I mean, I feel like nobody knows about it. There's never a line. I mean, and it's right there in the middle, but I feel like Morocco might get passed up a little bit. It does and it shouldn't because there's not an attraction there. Like it's not a ride. Things. There's yeah. a couple shops. Um, a great restaurant where I don't know that they have the entertainment right now, but they had belly dancers back there, yeah. you know? Well, so the other thing about the full bar, um, it, they do serve food. So you, there's two different lines. There's a line for a table where you can get table service and a meal and drinks, or there's a line for the bar. So, you know, make sure you're in the right line. We usually just go straight to the, the bar line and get drinks to go. Um, and it's our favorite. I don't know if it's the only place to get rum and gingers, but it's my favorite place. Yeah, I'm sure there's more bars, but we just stumbled upon that. Now it's our favorite. And yeah. We get our French baguette when we're lucky and go sit down and eat bread and drink rum and gingers yeah. in the back streets of Morocco. Well, that's why it's my my other thing on here for being the favorite is um, 
they have all these shaded tables throughout the spice market. So mm-hmm. they've set it up so it's supposed to like resemble Morocco. And there's all mm-hmm. these like hidden little streets and covered areas and tables and they're way in the back. And like Molly said, there's no rides or anything. So just like go get your drinks and meals and hang out back there and play cards. That's what we usually do. <laughs> I think we're probably the only people who bring cards yeah. to Epcot. But we just want to experience the cultures or as much as we can from, you know, commercialized Epcot with their authentic food and drinks or rum and ginger beers, but just enjoy each other's companies in a really cool place. Yeah, it's very fun. While we take a time out and drink, we like to play cards. So this year, um, for the first time, we went to the Tangerian Cafe. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. but Oh, I missed that. um, So this is where I went and waited in line with Rainer while you guys were getting um, the French food. And so we failed at baguettes, so we're like, we're going to go here. And um, they had these, like, hummus platters with a bunch of different toppings and, like, pita bread and falafel. So we decided, there were six of us, we were going to get, like, four hummus platters. So we each decided we'd order two. We had our little gift card wristbands. I'm like, oh, my gosh, the best deal is, like, ten You're getting so much food. This is, like, an appetizer size entree at a restaurant. And so... We're in line. I get yelled at because I don't have a mask. So you can wait in line outside. But as soon as the line turns inside, you have to have a mask on. So Rainer's like, you go. I'll buy them all. So I felt real bad. So I run back to our table that Phil and Elias are guarding. And I grab my mask. And so I, you know, cut back to where I was in line. I scared the shit out of Rainer. (laughs) He is so funny. Like, I... I did come kind of out of the bushes. Like, I had to, like, push a tree past, and he just was like, wah, because I'm like, I'm back. And so we get up to the front, we order our meal, and um, I said I'll do two of the the pita meal. Mm-hmm. Apparently, they thought I meant, like, falafel on pita. That's why that was there when yeah. I came back and to so the Rainer, table. And so Rainer, like, we, you know, he orders after me, and we, he just comes up behind me, he's laughing. I'm like, what? And he's like, you did not order the right thing. I was like, what are you talking about? I just, I pointed, I said, uh, pita, and just, just bread, pita. I'm drunk, just give me some bread, that's all I want. So anyway, we ended up with falafel by mistake, but it was fantastic. Yeah, and, and that little hummus appetizer was great too. It was like, was there like tabbouleh, Yeah, you had hummus and and then like two different types of dips that went with it, Mm -hmm. like a red sauce one that was like a marsala and then a green one. So if anyone listening has ever been to Sanaa at the Animal Kingdom Lodge, everybody talks about the bread service appetizer. And this is like a mini, mini version of that because you're only getting the three dips with your Mm -hmm. uh, non-bread. Um, so this is a great way to sample that. I have to say that this place, like besides just being my favorite country for their great bar and awesome little like table setup was that that Tangerian cafe had the best, like you get the most food for the best pricing. Cause it was 10 50 for the falafel entree and it was a full pita, like cut in half mm-hmm. packed with amazing falafel. Disney prices. So yeah, my, my screw up was actually a benefit. Yeah, no, I do. I enjoy spending time in Morocco. Um, so what else do you have on your? Do we each have just one left? Yeah, I, I have. Think me- it's the same. I have Mexico. What? Yeah, you don't have England on here. I do love England, but I, I, Molly. I love getting. I always get a margarita. I love the inside of the Mexico pavilion. I love stopping and get to get chips and guac. But, yeah, I mean, I love the U.K. too. I knew you'd have that one. I mean, I'm honestly surprised that the U.K. is not my favorite um, because, I don't know, I feel like I just belong there. Every time I go over there, like in real life, in the real country, 
I, I just love it. It feels like home. Um, so when we go there in Disney, it's even better because you have Mary Poppins. You have mm-hmm. the Beatles impersonators. I remember they used to have all those bands. Yeah. Like, and there's pictures of us with the Beatles that I found from back in yesteryears. Um, the fish and chips oh, is clutch. So like, good. I always get that, I think, at the end of the day just to get all the grease. So that's that's why this is on here. So I, I picked um, England as my third favorite country and I mean, it was hard. Honestly, the first three could all, all be number one for me. But um, their bar is called the Crown and Rose Pub. And um, they do no, have a key- it's, Isn't it Rose and Crown? Rose and Crown? I thought it was Crown and Rose. Oh, I don't know. You keep talking. But um, as Molly was saying, the fish and chip is so good. And you we've always gotten just the um, like Epcot kiosk version, which is a smaller serving which is great for when you're trying to sample everything. But this time we actually went in and we got a table and like had a waitress and everything. And so we each ordered one and there was so much more food. Each couple. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. It was so much food. Rose and crown. Okay. Rose and crown. Sorry. Don't listen to me. As always, I've said, refer to Molly. She has the facts. Well, you had me. I was tricked for a minute. Okay. So we figured out all of our favorite countries. Mm-hmm. And for as many times as we've gone, what's something that you think we need to go back and do? I mean, there's always something. That's the crazy thing about Epcot is ever changing. Yeah. And every time we go, I'm, it's still never enough. There's more things I would have done and stuff. So um, just after this past trip, um, I remember you and I waited in line in Canada to try a cider flight. Yeah. I wish we... So the line was really, really long. It was... Maybe it would have been our second drink. And so everyone was still kind of just figuring out where they wanted to go. And so we're like, all right, we should not wait in line for an hour. (laughs) Make everybody wait for us. But they had cider flights. They had mules. And you got these really cool copper mugs. So I I definitely want to do that next time we go if they have the cider flights in Canada. That's definitely on my list. I really want to try the new Ratatouille ride. I will do that with you. You know, you love Ratatouille. I do. That's Vinny's nickname. He's my little Ratatouille. <laughs> and um, at, I found a picture of you holding a Ratatouille from like 2009. Yeah. It I was didn't like, know he was a thing then. It was from like a McDonald's Happy Meal. No, it was at Epcot. Was it? Oh, I bet you bought it for Scott. Yeah. It was so a little stuffed animal. Phil's best friend is a chef. So every time we see little chef things, we think of Scott. <laughs> and like I just recently, maybe not recently, but probably been two years, um, we do home chef all the time. Mm-hmm. And that's how I learned to cook because before that I was literally the worst. I could only do grilled cheese and ramen noodles. <laughs> um, but um, so we cook a lot. And our dog, of course, is like just a little kitchen monster. And he's under our feet the entire time in case we drop anything. So we always like pick him up and show him we're cooking. So he's our little Remy, our little chef. (laughs) Little chef. That's so cute. And I really want to see the new night show that they have. The fireworks show? Mm Mm-hmm. Which we saw from, oh, another pro tip, ride the sky buckets. You don't even have to go into a park to do that. You could, Chrissy, we need to do a whole sky bucket pub crawl. At Disney. Yeah. Like everywhere the sky buckets go, all the resorts, we go to the bars. But anyway, um, the past couple years since they've had the... It's not, they're not called sky buckets. That's what we call them. What are they actually called? Um, I don't know. Skyline, maybe? (laughs) We'll put it in the show notes. (laughs) But anyway. We're blaming Mona right now. (laughs) From Epcot, Mona. um, It goes to the Riviera Resort and the rooftop bar we love. We've ended up there two for two now after food and wine. And we were able to see the fireworks show from the rooftop. We couldn't hear the music or anything, though. So Yeah. 
so the I have one more thing on my go back to do, and it was our UK lamp post photo. I found the OG lamp Did photos. You? They are we are very well. I feel like we've literally done this every year, and I don't know how we didn't do it this year. There were six of us, so like the bigger the group, like the harder it is to yeah. like remember all the things you want to do. Yeah, we did do our um, red f- telephone booth in the UK, but Molly and I always do the UK lamp post photo. That actually originated from my very first trip to Disney. I think I was like fifteen or sixteen, mm-hmm. and um, I went with my parents and my brother. And UK was my favorite country at Epcot, and we listened to the Beatles impersonators, and my mom and I took a picture on one of those lampposts, and it is the funniest picture. Like, I was just like, wow, I feel like we're in England, Aww. and so I've every single time I've gone to Epcot, I feel like I've done that photo, and I don't know how we forgot this year. <sighs> Do over. Yep. Redo. Oh my gosh. You know, they release the, the annual pass prices for, you know, the new... I I guess like during the 50th anniversary because it came out in 2021 so I'm assuming it goes through 2022 pricing it is so expensive but I feel like we just need to get one yeah. so we can go whenever we want because whenever we talk about it well so we this, love it this is another little pro tip that I, I guess it just depends how they're running the length of their food and wine but originally we used to buy it um at the end of it like in, a, in November a November we would buy an annual pass for going to Epcot Food and Wine. And then it would get us one more food and wine the mm-hmm. next year when we would go early in September. Right. And your pass didn't expire until yeah. November. So, I yep. mean, you, you can make it work for you because, I mean, now it's it's a drive. You really got to plan it. And it's one of those things I feel like when you have the annual pass, you feel like when you have free time, you're obligated to go there. Mm-hmm. So, even though it is expensive, I'd rather just buy it when I'm going to go and just go have a really good time. We have so many other things to do. I know. It's it's hard to spend the time boozing everywhere. Ugh, I know. <laughs> such a tough life. <laughs> okay. So um, before we get into like some of our resources and our favorite Fast Fives, do you have any favorite memories you want to share that we haven't already covered? Well, I think we kind of covered it, but I think so Chrissy and I love spending time with Phil and Rainer and all our friends and everybody we're with, no matter where we are. But we like to have just the two of us time yes. from time to time. So rare. So we would ask for 20 minutes of free time when we'd go to food and wine mm-hmm. because we're keeping up with the group all day. We're being good sports, but we just want to go do our own thing. So we bartered with Phil years ago for 20 minutes. And now 20 minutes of free time has become a thing because we've thing. done it at yeah. UCF. Everywhere. We ended up with tutus one time. <laughs> we did it at a festival on like the field, I think, one time. Yeah. Here. Yes. Yeah. So it's a thing. So our first 20 minutes of free time, I'll have to put the pictures on our blog. Chrissy and I hit almost, well, we hit every country within yeah. 20 minutes. Not only did we hit every country, we got our passport stamped because they used to have the yes. passport books that you got stamped. We got pictures with employees. We bought hats. I bought that hat. Yeah. We, we took pictures with like statues. There's these weird pictures. Yeah. Uh, and we did it in 20 minutes. Honestly, I think that's like what, that's really what bonded us like to love Epcot so much <laughs> yeah. because we were like, this is the most fun ever because it was a challenge. They didn't think we could do it. And we're like, we can actually do it and we're going to do it. Well. And have pictures that prove yeah. it. Um, so my, I, I mean, I have a million, I feel like we've talked about most of these, but recently we went, um, on Halloween and I loved that. 
mm-hmm. because we talked to the people that work at Disney and they're like, historically, this is one of the least uh, crowded days to go because most parents are trick-or-treating with their kids. So you're not going to get a lot of people in Epcot. So we went there, which was great. And besides, you know, just enjoying everything Epcot has to offer, everyone is dressed up in Halloween costumes. So just yeah. great people watching. Remember everyone that were dressed like the chefs? Yes, I love There were four guys... That was great. Yeah, they were um, Emerald Lag- Lagasse. Yeah, uh, the uh, mean man. Shoot from Hell's Kitchen. Mm-hmm. Gordon and, Ramsay and the Salt Bay dude. Yeah, I didn't know who that was, and one other one. But yeah, just four guys dressed oh, up, and they took on their the personality. Oh, guy! Oh, yeah! yeah. It was okay. hilarious. <laughs> they 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 were fantastic. Yeah. That those were our favorite costumes, but they were a lot of great mm-hmm. costumes. I mean, we mentioned the Seven Drunken Dwarfs was one of my favorite when we made those t-shirts. Uh, Jay's mug belt. Yep, I have pictures of that. So at most of the kiosks, they have the souvenir cup. Well, they used to. Now I it's saw like that. corksicle. Did no, they I have the mug? Yeah, when really? we were in um, Ireland, they had them. And that I that's when I put it out to you. And I was like, oh my God, remember Jay's mug belt. So they have this, um, it's like a plastic beer stein with a handle. And it has the country's flag on it that you mm-hmm. get it from. And so most countries would have it. And so we went with our friend Jay. And he got one of these souvenir mugs at each place we went. And he would just add it to his belt. Oh, my God. He had, like, a dozen, mm-hmm. I feel like, by the end of the trip. It was just so funny. Yeah. Somebody else started that. It was one of, um, like, Monica's friends. Oh, yeah. Because I found pictures of that, too. I and- forgot about that. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite memories, Phil saved my life in Japan one year because your dad bet me if I ate the entire ball of wasabi, he mm. would buy me whatever drink I wanted. So yeah. Challenge accepted. And Phil like put he the kibosh like, on that no, immediately. He goes, Molly, do not do that. And like hit it out of my job, hand. <laughs> so thanks, Phil. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. We, we mentioned Sky Buckets, which might be called the Skyliner. But every time we go on them, we sing... <laughs> Sky buckets in flight. Pew! <laughs> From afternoon delight. And it's just so fun. It doesn't matter who you're on with there. You just start singing and they'll sing along with you and it just makes you giggle. Mm-hmm. So that's what we've started calling them sky buckets. And now we don't even know the real name. Uh, I think it's the Skyliner. <laughs> um, so I have trash can picnics. Okay. My favorite memory is a follow-up to your... What was going on with your good memory? I had a bad memory. So first, before we get into this, do you know that Disney sells a Christmas ornament that is their trash can? No. And I'm like, do they do this because so many people have trash can picnics or... You have to. You I, pull, post up wherever you can. Find honestly, a spot to like, eat. Honestly, like, if you're going to eat over a trash can, it might as well be a Disney trash can because they're true. the most beautiful. But so this was a year we went. It was me and Phil, Molly Rayner, and our friends Joe and Emma. And when you go with a group of six, it's it turns into cats. Everyone's hurting cats and everyone wants to go different directions. And so you start, like, splitting off. Like, oh, I'm going to go here and, yeah, I want to go there and... So at some point, we all got separated into, like, different couples. Couples. So I was with Joe, you were with Phil, Mm -hmm. and Emma was with Rainer. And, like, just mass chaos was going on with all four of you. And Joe and I were like, we just want some steak. So we went to Canada, (laughs) and we got, like, this amazing filet and potatoes, and we ate it over a trash can, and, like, we were watching, like, a firework show. I was like... This is such a romantic trash can picnic. I love this. Yeah. 
So while you were having yeah, your we were, delicious we were steak. enjoying like an amazing gourmet trash can picnic. Mm-hmm. Um, Emma grabs Rainer and wants to go on the Norway ride when the Norway ride still existed before it was frozen. Takes off running through the crowds of people. So me and Phil are trying to keep up thinking Joe and Chrissy are behind us that they weren't. No, we left because we did not want to chase their drunkenness. We were well, hungry. Usually, <laughs> yeah, usually Chrissy and I are the like out of control. The ringleaders. Like, yeah, or somebody's trying to hurt us or wheel us yeah. back. Well, this particular night, Phil happened to be the drunk one. And Phil decides as we're running through all these people that he doesn't want to run anymore. And he stops dead like where he is. So me and Phil and I stop with him. Because Rainer and Emma are so far ahead. And now Phil and I are two boulders in a sea of people. I said, Phil, we got to go. And he said, I don't want to. I said, Phil, like we're just standing in the middle of these people. We have to go. And he he crossed his arms and said, (laughs) no. And I said, okay, well, can we go sit move over here so we're not in all these people? And he said, okay. And I said, okay, we get over there. I said, okay, come on. We have to go catch up now. And he is refusing. So I said, Philip Trevor Benjamin. I used his middle name. And he looked at me with wide eyes for a minute because I used the middle name. Uh-huh. And then he got this big smirk and he goes, you're not Chrissy. <laughs> I don't have to listen to you. <laughs> so I'm now stuck with drunk Phil in the middle of oh nowhere. My, my husband is off with Emma and Phil's wife, Chrissy, is with Joe oh eating steak on a trash can, which we didn't know. So I just sat there thinking, what am I going to do? Phil's yeah. not moving. Well, I think it was just like I got to the point. I feel like both Joe and I like, you know, when you like look at someone and you just like share, like you know what each other's thinking. We were both like, they're so drunk. Like we don't want anything to do with them right now. Like they're way drunker than us and there's no way we can catch up. Then how was I the responsible one? I don't know. Like there's always someone in the group that's kind of like, oh. It's about to hit the fan. Well, Phil's worse than me. Somebody's got to, like, take charge here. And, like, Joe and I were done. You were still trying to, like, handle, you know, hurting the cats. And the rest were just, like, running around bonkers. But I just remember I was, like, sitting there eating that steak. And it was so good. I'm, like, looking at Joe. And I'm, like, man, Joe, it sucks that our spouses are too drunk to be here with us right now. (laughs) Like, we're just enjoying this moment that could have been so great. Like, you know, spent with our spouses. But whatever. But you and Joe finished eating. I'm still sitting there with Phil, with all these people going by us. And I see you two. And I was never so happy to see you in my life because yeah. I'm like, I am no longer responsible for Phil. Was Phil still with you? Yes. Oh, man. I stood by him because, remember, he saved my wasabi life the year before. Yeah. So I yeah. owed him one. So we, that's so you when, and Joe met us. And now we just had to find Rainer and Emma. And that's when we went on that ride, the Norway ride. The Norway ride. ride. Mm-hmm. I don't even think we can say all the things that happened on the Norway ride because it's just too too shameful. Yeah, <laughs> but eventually we found Rainer. Yeah, and 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 Emma we as survived. well. So we were all we all reunited. Oh, but Ken, we probably can't talk about that. It was the first night that Rainer shared a hotel room with yeah. you and Phil? See, these are the things like some things that happen at Disney should stay at Disney. Yeah, but so I had been <laughs> a part of Chrissy and Phil's life for a long time at this point, and this was. My new boyfriend, Rainer, his first time sharing a hotel room with Chrissy and Phil. And Joe and Emma stayed with us, too. And I just told Rainer before I went in there, I said, you don't ruin this for me. I said, these are my travel buddies. (laughs) You don't screw this up. (laughs) Yeah. I think we need to go back to our packing episode and just talk about hotel stays that we've shared together. We're now adults and we get separate rooms. Yeah. (laughs) Honestly, I think that started at um, your 
your wedding gift trip when we went to Epcot. So oh, the thank you gift. When Molly and Rainer got <laughs> married, Phil and I were their maid of honor and best man. And so as a thank you for like helping them, which they totally didn't need to get us, they took us to Epcot. I mean, because we just all love it. So mm-hmm. and food and wine. They were like, and we don't have to share a hotel room because we're grownups. We're going to like <laughs> spring for two separate rooms. And like literally since that day, we're like, oh, my God, we are grownups. Like, yeah, we can get separate rooms. <laughs> yeah. It's OK. And I mean. Wait, Chrissy and I still share rooms yeah. a lot. You know, it's not a thing, but, but yeah, I different. guess we're just adults now. We don't have to cram six people in a yeah. room anymore like oh, we but, used to. I mean, that's when you have all the funny stories, so. Yeah. So, um, real quick, I guess, you know, you listen to me and Chrissy ramble on about how we view Epcot Food and Wine, but there's some really good resources out there, too. I mean, aside from the official website, um, both of us happen to... Um, recommend to each other the Disney food blog Um, they have a website and they have an Instagram account which oh my god if you are hungry do not look at their Instagram (laughs) but um, I learned a lot on that site because I was trying to do some research for this episode and um, actually while we were Epcot this past year I was like you know we've gone like almost a dozen times by now how can we make it different how can we keep elevating it and changing it and what I learned on the Disney food blog is about all the different special events that are beyond your ticket price. These Mm -hmm. are things you have to purchase separately. Um, And they range in price from like $45, I guess up to three fifty nine. But I mean, it, it goes from just like a private food pairing tasting to like, what is it called? The um, uh, party for the senses, Mm -hmm. which is 50 stations, all you can eat and drink with live music, private transportation, um, so you can honestly make it the Disney of your dreams. And I do love that they offer all those different things. I do too. And I definitely want to try some of these different VIP experiences or special events because I love what we do year mm-hmm. after year. But like you said, I want to elevate it. Yeah. Try something different. See what we're missing. Maybe we'll get super spoiled. I mean, I already feel like this is a really big treat for us to be able to go because it is super expensive. Yeah. You spend a lot of money to have a good day out there. Disney is not cheap. But I do love, I agree with you. It's definitely not cheap, but I do love that you know you're going to have a good time. Like sometimes you're like, let's roll the dice. Let's try this like beer tasting event or craft mm-hmm. brewery festival. And there, you know, there's a ticket price to get in and you got to pay and you just don't know if you're going to love it. With this, like you're guaranteed to have a great time. And I, I do believe, you know, think, say what you will about Disney, you know, being more expensive or for kids or whatever, their level of service, level of cleanliness. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's second to none. We've we've done other parks in the Orlando area, which are really fun. But when it comes to quality, cleanliness yeah. and just the overall experience, um, take Mickey and Minnie and Donald and Goofy out of it. Just yeah. the Disney experience itself is fantastic. Yeah, because we've learned like Disney it can be for adults too. Like we've absolutely mm-hmm. loved our time there and just having a great time. Disney drinking. Yeah, and we would love to hear from all of you too. If if you've been to Epcot Food and Wine and you have a pro tip that we didn't cover, yeah, I want to know. Let all the us hacks know. Yeah, sure. please let us know. So, did you have any other resources? Before we close this up with our fast five. I don't. Do you? Uh, I found two more that I thought were cool. Um, So like I said, I'm kind of into the Instagramming thing. Um, So I love knowing kind of those secret spots just to go take your photos. Yeah. Um, Which they don't always work out. Sometimes the park's a little too busy and there's just too many people in the background. But um, 
if you check out Olivia Michelle dot com and it's the best instagram photo spots at epcot honestly if you just search best instagram photo spots at epcot she will come up um and it's olivia michelle with an h at the end i love that and so that's how i found out about um the murals that had their own hashtag like the toothpaste the toothpaste wall outside of nemo um and then you and i did like that really funny one in tomorrowland um it was like the pastel, oh no by mission Rose space Gold. right yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's just cool. I mean, it's something to do. It's almost like a scavenger hunt trying to find all those cool it is, Instagram things. Because you showed those to me when yeah. we went to the Flower and Garden Festival. It's I just, had no idea where nice they were. It's nice to have something to like to do, a goal or a plan. And the other one was um, WDWNT.com. Um, um, so, I guess that this is the app we were talking about which shows the full menu and pricing. Um, mm-hmm. So, that is the website, and they're the ones that have the app. Okay. Um, so you can look them up and we will um, have all these resources in the show notes for you. Awesome. All right. So it's fast five time. Well, before we do fast five, when I was talking about um, if anybody has any extra tips or, um, you know, fun facts or anything to help us mm-hmm. on our next trip, we got, since this is a magical episode, we got our first piece of fan mail. We did? Yeah. I didn't even I know. She's I'm, surprising I'm me. I'm surprising you. Shut up. Who's not? This is from you. That's nope. your handwriting. That's not my hand. I do not write in all capital letters. This is from Elias and Taylor, isn't it? Does that look like Elias's handwriting a little kind bit? Of. Okay, so it's a card. We should do a drinking podcast of us drinking and laughing. That's what the card says on the outside. There's money in here. Who is that from your mom? Oh, Pam, you're the best. It says people would love us, and they do. And and <laughs> she she she's donating to our drinking fund. Aww. She sent us money to go get a drink. I think. Oh, go yep. It says go get yourselves a drink. Can I read this? Sure. Okay. Oh my gosh, this card is so Molly and Chrissy. It really is. I just wanted to toast you two and say here's and cheers to a successful new adventure and chapter in your lives. I admire you guys so much. And remember, boozy blonde girls, when I die, don't bury me at all. Just pickle my bones in alcohol. Oh, my God. A scuttle of booze at my head and shoes, and then my bones will surely keep. Oh, my gosh. I love this. Thank you, Pam. That is so cool. Well, so this is our first, like, real donation. Mm -hmm. So we'll have to cheers Pam Soltis in a future episode because she is buying us some drinks. We should, like, name something like like the Pam Jam or the Pam Can, like, because she's our very first. Which, um, so we did just recently on our website come up with um, a donation tab. So you can buy us a beer if you have a... Local brew, drink, cocktail, wine, any sort of amazing boozy beverage that you just feel we need to try, you can um, let us know on the website. You can buy us a beer. It's a $5 donation. Tell us what you want us to drink, and we will drink it and review it here on the podcast. And as well, we will give you a shout out for being awesome. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited to... My mom really likes Bloody Marys. I think maybe we should go get some Bloody Marys. Find yes, the best Bloodies. Yes, Pam. And she, she chases it with milk. No, she... What? Do you remember your shower? She had a Bloody Mary in one hand <laughs> and like a mug of milk. I was like, Pam, what are you drinking? 
And she just started laughing. I think that's where I get my iron stomach from. That woman can put down anything to drink. Oh, that's so cute. Mm. I love how you kept that. It was a secret. I didn't even know. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, we that's, that's Oh, it. all right. So now we're on to Fast Five, and fast we'll five. wrap this, this episode up. It's time for our Fast Five. Okay, Molly, this is your Fast Five about Epcot food and wine. Okay. If you can only choose one country to visit, would it be Italy or France? Italy. Um, if you go there and you could only have one or the other, would it be food or booze? Booze. Shoot. I know, but I love food, too. (laughs) (laughs) Um, would you rather go on the rides or go to the World Showcase? World Showcase. Uh, would you rather eat at the restaurants or the kiosks? Hmm. Oh, uh, restaurants, I guess, because it's plural. (laughs) (laughs) Um... This is the the tough one. Would you choose to watch the fireworks or ride Figment? <laughs> watch the fireworks. Really? If I'm it impressed. was meat Figment, that might change it. <laughs> He's not even real. Yeah. Oh I met him when God. I was little. I love this. Which right. which I just got some Figment socks from our friend Lee. Lee. Thanks, Lee. That was Lee gets it. If anybody else loves Figment, please let me know because <laughs> she needs the support. Chrissy, Rainer, Phil, Taylor, Elias, We're they all... just don't get it. Yeah, Molly's the only one on Team Figment. Molly and Lee. That's right. We Molly. get it. Molly. All right, Chris, you're fast five. Ready? Mm-hmm. Which country has the best costumes or uniforms? Best costumes? Well, uniforms. you know. Um, yeah, what the, the staff wears. I can't even like picture what they were i'm gonna say the uk just because those are my peeps <laughs> okay uh what's your favorite ride at epcot i don't go on the ride yeah but you've been on them so what's your favorite uh the norway ride which i guess is now frozen uh, i was hoping for figment no. what's the prettiest country at epcot uh, that's hard they're all beautiful but i just really love italy what's the worst country Oh, that's so mean, but I'm going to go with Canada. <gasps> you haven't been to the steakhouse. No, but like... Or I, the cider tasting, I, I guess. feel like I always just blow through Canada because there's like not a lot We there. always take a picture in that weird whole cutout thing. thing. And have you ever seen the Lumberjacks singers? Oh my God. Rainer was like all about the the Lumberjack singers. Really? When we were walking there, he was telling um, Elias, he's like, oh, sometimes the Lumberjack singers <laughs> are performing. And I, that's when I told him, like, I love it. You trained him so well because he loves Epcot as much as we do now. So you would rather go to China than Canada? Yeah, they have... When you said the drummers, I feel like they're... they're that's the Japan. Chi- I feel like they're China. That's yeah. We're, we're going to have to go to the... <laughs> The pros. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm just instant can- replay. I'm campaigning for all our Canadians here listening. I know. All the Robin Sherbatsky fans out there. <laughs> yeah. All right. Canada. Um, and what's who's your favorite Disney prince? Prince Philip. Aww. It's so cheesy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> but appropriate. Yeah. No. All right. Well. Until next year, I mean, we can do, once we get to do some of these different experiences, we can yeah. let everybody know how Party of the Senses is, or maybe the traditional Parisian brunch. Yes, and definitely please leave us a review and tell us your experiences if you've done it, and if you have any pro tips or Epcot food and wine hacks. And definitely watch the vlog um, for this episode, because we will have all of our old school photos. Yeah. <laughs>
All right. All right. Cheers, guys. That's it for this episode. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back soon with more boozy fun. Well, and make sure to follow us on social media so you can get uh, the drink of the day on Wasted Wednesdays. On Facebook, we're forward slash boozy blondes. On the gram, we are at boozy.blondes. And on YouTube, we're forward slash boozy blondes. Visit our website for recipes and references from each episode at www.boozyblondes.com. We'd love to hear from you, so send us an email sharing your boozy stories and requests and pictures at boozyblondespodcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast so you never miss a chance to drink with us. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, and more. And don't forget to leave a review. The boozier, the better. If we love your toast to our show, we'll read it on air. Stay boozy. Cheers. Cheers.